sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pop Culture Continuum. We're no longer beta. We're now alpha. Ooh, I, I think we're going backwards. Oh, are we? Wait. Yeah. We, wait, but we were, no, we were in beta for the first whatever, however many years we've been doing this, what, 70? Uh-huh. And, and now we're the, wait, do they call it alpha? You never hear alpha. Alpha is what comes out before beta. It's like nobody looks at it. Oh, it is. Well, that's good because, you know, alpha has bad uh, connotations now. How so? What with, uh, what with alpha males and whatnot. You oh, know, I thought you were you know, complaining the, about the the bonobos. I thought you were com- uh, complaining about the alphabet. I, it is Arabic, so you know we we all should be a little wary of it. Oh, alphabets! I guess you don't know what they are. They're bets that you make with like really superior men. Oh, yeah. I try. I do try to avoid that because even if I win, they make me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to do that to you. You're welcome. Uh, this week. So, what do they call it then when you? When you go from beta to the actual thing, they just don't call it anything. They're like, this is the thing now. Uh, it goes to production. I guess it depends on where you're at. It goes live. goes live to production. Go, gets through QC. Quality content? Quality yep. control. Uh, Queen, quickly. Queen quickly. Catherine. Ooh, with a K? Yeah, yeah. QC. Queen Catherine with a K. Yes. Geez, don't you understand how old English works? So we are doing. Did, yeah. Did you say the name of the program? What we're doing? Oh, I think I said. Yeah, I said welcome to Pop Culture Continuum, uh, no longer beta. And uh, what we're doing this episode? No, I have not said that. Did you mention the guest? Uh, no. You want to bring up the guest? I don't know that we have one. No, we don't. Well, I mean, I thought you were, you were my guest, and I'm your guest. Oh. Welcome, John, to my home. Welcome, Patrick, to my ears. Uh, this week we are doing... Take it away, Pat! Best songs of the first half of 2019? Yeah, even though it's uh, 2019 is almost over now, we finally got this together. Hmm. We've had some... Uh, we've had some... Well, I don't want to say personal issues. Nothing bad. We just had... Uh, it's been difficult for us to uh, get the podcast going uh mostly listen there was, there was some bad there was some bad there was some bad there's, there's some good but, but you take the good and you take, take the, the bad, bad and there you have well, what are you, you our take shows. both first and there right. you have yeah the pop culture yeah. continuum mm-hmm. pop culture mostly, continuum. mostly bad yeah it's, it was all pretty horrible um yeah so we're gonna do this in our usual uh inarticulate style since we are not trained as music critics or musicians, really. Wait, did you ever play an instrument? I, I... No, you're a trained musician, so I think that's unfair for you to say we're both untrained musicians. Uh, this is me. I, I'm trained as a drummer. I don't know that that really counts. You could also play much. guitar, I thought. No, I cannot. Oh. I need to get a left-handed guitar. David Schneider, if you're listening. Left-handed acoustic. Let's get on it. Motherfucker. Um, yeah, well, yeah, let's jump in because I'm sure we have a lot of nonsense to talk, but, uh, and I would 
I want to get to that, but we we do want to present you with our favorite songs of the first half of 2019, the last year of this decade. Nobody argues about that like they argued about the last year of a century. No, because it is dumb. I mean, if you say the 90s, it's all the years, including 90 in them. Well, there's there's no year zero, but there is a year nine zero. I think maybe they skipped that one. I don't know. I don't know my history that far back. Uh, so first up, okay, we're alternating picks. This is my pick. Also my pick. Oh, would you have picked this one? I would have picked one of her songs. Yeah, Lizzo, Juice. Uh, I think as I said on Facebook, as somebody who's like super into uh, mostly indie music. Uh, it's kind of weird that my favorite albums this year are Lizzo and... Uh, oh my god, I forgot what the other one is, but it's also... Yeah, but on Facebook, you, the other one you said is from last year. Oh, was it? Yeah. What was, uh, oh, what Janelle was... Monet. Oh yeah, because I yeah. said for the last couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lizzo, I don't know. Have you been have you been living under a rock in the moss? Uh, with it doesn't... I mean, most with of... ants? Most of the time when there's albums like this that get played and played and played, you kind of get sick of it, but I'll never get sick of the song. No. Was it was Juice, Juice is the name of the song, I've heard what we said. Is this yeah. the first single from the album? I think so, yeah. I, uh, did she, she might have released a single in 2018, late, because um, I remember putting one of those on the best of two, uh, but I can't remember if it was from this album or just a standalone. Um, this is the one that I, I remember hearing and really getting into first. Yeah. So it's first for me, for sure, right? And then I would hear it, like, before the album came out, before everything got big, this was playing all over the place. Like, at the Phillies game, they were playing it between innings. And I thought that was really cool. Like, oh, that is this... cool. Like, at a sports event, they're playing this? Yeah. Well, they play pop music between innings, but most of the time it's stuff I don't really recognize. And I recognize this. I was like, hey. And not, oh, well, you know what? It was the Sixers game, which is usually a little bit more hip, as the people say. Yeah. But not, anyway. Not as much Nickelback in between. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is a great song. Yeah. You, if you don't know Lizzo by now, uh, you will never, 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 never know Lizzo. And she... along the same lines, uh, this song and others from the album have been played on TV shows all over the place. So she's making big bucks. Has it? Wow. I haven't known. Well, good for her. I'm glad she is because this. Yeah, there's a new. I think I've heard of other than this, but a new show on Fox about the guy who fathers a bunch of children as a fertility doctor the show opens up with with lizzo's song and i think there's been other other shows well yeah she kicks ass she is yep. well what she grew up in houston but then she moved to minneapolis weird place to uh actually not such a weird place to start an r&b career i guess you got prince and the time and stuff out of there J- jimmy jam and terry lewis uh but yeah but uh, i guess she lived out of her car for four years Oh my gosh. While trying to make it in the music. So, well-deserved. I'm glad she's getting everything she wants. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Let's listen. Here is Juice by Lizzo. Like a crystal ball, that's cool, baby, so we 
much to say about this one because it's yeah. not been on television programs or at the Sixers game but it's a nice song yes I, I don't know <laughs> I don't really have much more to say than that Flying Fish Cove is the band Johnny oh I beg your pardon I didn't say the name Johnny Paper is the song yeah they're just like a, a Seattle they're out of Seattle indie pop which is always our go to I feel like it's got uh, it's got Female and male vocals, which we also like, although mm-hmm. mostly female on this one, and some weird bells going on throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, let's let's give you a listen. You probably haven't heard this one. Uh, well, I have heard it. That's why I picked it. Anywhere as much as you've heard Lizzo is what I was going to oh. say. Oh, okay. But here's Flying Fish Cove with Johnny Paper. Listening to the ends of your sentences. No, I don't either. sentences kind of trail off just like uh trump's well his trail off two two words in but um next one up is mine business of dreams is the band uh and the song is called chasing that feeling oh no uh and so this is a dude he he used to play around in bands in san francisco and la um he was in Terry Maltz, which I think was on our list at some point in the past. Uh, then he moved to Tennessee because his dad died, and I guess he's like out of there now. Um, and I think it was like a one-man thing, but now, like when he plays live, he's put together a band. So uh, yeah, I like it. It's just like it's another like kind of '80s-ish '80s indie feel, kind of. I don't know. We, like I said, we don't have much to say about these. Just listen to them. <laughs> The business of dreams, chasing that feeling.
So my uh, choice was Do It To Music by Juliana Hatfield. I didn't realize that Juliana Hatfield has such a long career. I guess I've heard her other stuff, but I never really knew about it. Been around this, since the 80s, yeah, with the Blake yeah. Babies she started. And then, yeah, oh yeah, like that Spin the Bottle song was kind of big. I feel like it was in the Reality Bites soundtrack back in the 90s. But yeah, she's been around forever, yeah. So she's if she's in the Reality Bites soundtrack, she's definitely, she's very 90s. An old bat. But uh, credit to her, this song does not sound like this. She's updated with the times. It sounds like a very modern sounding song, a very fun song. Uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is what she does, and she does it well. She does, I, I feel like the kind of music she plays, because it's kind of like, it's kind of like indie or alternative rock, but it's she has a good pop sense, so it never really goes out of style or sounds dated so yeah this, mm-hmm. this is uh more of what she does well here is juliana hatfield with do it to music already done the whole album we've talked about it ad nauseum if you've listened to a podcast of ours before you've probably heard him mentioned so there's no need to bob bob is it bob bob mold yeah it's bob that's how you pronounce it i used to pronounce it boob but he corrected me in person uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah after after i called him that like 37 times he finally was like uh no i'm sorry sir it's bob I thought he was from the Minneapolis, too. Yeah, he is. I don't know why he spoke to me like that. It was quite off-putting. But uh, this song is Lost Faith. Here you go.
Next up, Pat. Uh, a perennial on this list, I feel like. Uh, when well, when, when they have stuff enough. out, yeah. yeah. Sleater Kenny, Harry on Home. I don't have anything specific to say about this song, but the entire album is great. And F everybody who says it's not. Everybody has real issues with this album. People don't like that they got St. Vincent to produce it. They say it sounds too much like St. Vincent. But to me, it still sounds like them doing, going in a different direction, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I should take that back. If someone doesn't like it just because they don't like it, that's fine. But the commentary I have seen over and over is... Like you're saying that uh, another way to say they sold out, so right? Exactly. Say, which is, yeah. If you don't like the songs and the songwriting, that's a different issue. But that's not what I've heard from anybody. No. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they go further than that. They they say things like they haven't had a good album since pick one of their early albums. Right. It's like with, all right, that, yeah, yeah. You're just not a good person. No. But this is a good song and it's a great album. I think you should everyone should go see it or listen to it. Are you seeing them on their tour? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing them. A little bummed about uh, the drummer, but yes, I will be seeing them. Uh, where, where are they playing out there? Uh, the Fox in Oakland. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, not even not even a long drive. No, not like not like Stereo Lab. Oh wait, you saw Stereo Lab, right? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I mean, why would they not be? Where um, did you see it? Did they they already come there? No, they haven't come yet. They're coming. Okay. Might be next week. I can't. I'll have to check my ticket. But it was a big crowd, but a very old crowd. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. I've got but, friends coming up from L.A. to see them here because they're not playing L.A., which is very weird. But yeah, maybe they're going to add a late last-minute L.A. show because it would sell out. I just, I mean, like Bell and Sebastian come from about the same time as Stereo Lab, but I guess because they're, they've been continuously putting music out since. Yeah, like since forever, their their crowd was you know just as young as any crowd I ever see at, at Union Transfer. But Stereo Lab was definitely had an older vibe. Bill, oh, speaking of Bill and Sebastian, did you? Uh, listen I haven't to listened the to the whole thing yet. Yeah, it's right. I mean, it's a soundtrack album, so it's it's yeah. different than you know. It's not, but yeah, it's good. It's it's much more mellow than than usual. It's more on the mellow side for them. But yeah, I, I like I, it. It's grown on me. I like the their other st- uh, soundtrack, the storytelling. I like that album a lot. Oh yeah, me too. So, um, all right. Well, yeah. This here's Sleater Kenny with their new sound, I guess, if you want to say that. Uh, yeah, this one's got, got kind of like an industrial new wave feel. Here's Hurry On Home.
Okay, next up, my pick. Johnny Marr, Armatopia. Just a single, not, you know, freestanding single, not off an album or anything. But uh, at this point, I'm so glad Johnny Marr is around to counteract uh, Morrissey and his awfulness. Oh, you don't like vegans? Yeah, that's that's my entire problem with Morrissey. Vegans. Come on. Is Johnny Marr not a vegan? He is not, as far as I know. Is he a fascist? He is not a fascist either, which is why I like him. And he can write a song. Um, as he, as known in the Smiths, for sure. But then, you know, he like just kind of floundered for a long time and, and was just like playing with other bands and stuff. And uh, since he's come out on his own and started singing and stuff, I really enjoy his music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've liked everything he's put out that I've heard. And this is another, I mean, it's another kind of, you know, it's got an 80s vibe, but it also has a bunch of, like, na-na-na's in it, which I'm always a sucker for. Um, this is just a good, <laughs> solid song. Here's Johnny Marr with Armatopia. Speaking of fascists, I saw on Twitter someone put a picture of a Canadian politician who had a billboard that said, uh, I'm opposed to anti-fascists or I'm against anti-fascists or I'm against the Antifa. Not yeah. anti-fascist. I'm against the Antifa. And the person's commentary was just eliminate the negatives. <laughs> yeah. The double negative. <laughs> the double negative. Yeah. I'm uh, pro-fascist. Yeah. Uh, Cosmic Cave by XX is my choice. It's a... Wait, it's, no, you're on the wrong one, buddy. I am? Oh, I skipped one. Planes. Yes. By Deer Hunter. Ah, man, you guys got a sneak peek at what's coming up. Ugh, sorry, guys. This is another album that the whole album's good. Uh, I I don't know. It's a poppy indie rock song, just like all these songs. Yeah. Deer Hunter's been around for a while uh, out of Atlanta. Uh, they when I guess they described themselves at some point as ambient punk, which is kind of funny, but like there's nothing punk about this. It's it's pop and it's got like orchestral touches and stuff. It's very good. Yeah. Um, you got anything else to say about it? Nope. All right, let's play it. Deer Hunter Planes. I was listening to the train. I was up all night And something glistened in the strange Blood diffused light My friend was missing And I was ghost I was plain I was bright 
is a band called Le Super Homard. Uh, they're out of the UK somewhere. This would have, I don't know this where. This song would have been one of my choices. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You know why it would have been? Because it sounds like Stereolab. It's mm-hmm. got, yeah. I mean, they, they say they're very influenced by, like, 60s psych pop, which you kind of get the feel of, too, like that, that 60s-ish. But I guess so does Stereolab have that just, like, updated with the the keyboards and stuff, the analog keyboards, which is very much what this has. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this is the kind of group and song Pat and I will always be into. I don't have much else to say. Let's just listen to it. Here's Paper by La Super Homard. Is it Paper Girl? Paper Girl. Sorry, what did I say? Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, you said paper. Heads. Yeah, paper. Missed... Paper girl. I missed. I missed the uh, indefinite object. That's not what. That's not what it is. Uh, yeah. Here's paper girl. break i think we all know what's coming now i never thought of you as someone who would objectify a woman like that but that's the way you do things sometimes when a man loves a woman very much cosmic makes her the indefinite object what oh yes cosmic cave by x hex xx who has mary timony and i don't know who else i don't either it's mary timony i mean that's that's the selling point right yeah and i know her from other stuff she was in helium she was in um she was in white flag with carrie brownstein which was a the group she had while slater kenny was on hiatus and yeah she's i mean she's like an uh, an indie rock you know all-around star she's been in tons of bands and stuff but I think I know her best from her, like when she did solo stuff for a little while. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not how she's best well known, but that's where I, like, I fell into her. It was after after the '90s stuff and more in the early 2000s when she just was on her own. Anyway, yeah. she's great, and this band is great. And this is another case where I would never have guessed that this was a band filled. I don't know about the other two, but filled with people that are old. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well. And live, they have a lot of energy, and they're great. So everything about XX is great, and you oh, should go yeah, listen right. to the That's right. You saw them. Yeah, they opened for Bell and Sebastian. It was yeah, great. that's right. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I like this song, too. It's got, like, kind of a little spaghetti western guitar sound, and yeah. Uh, and they sold their own merch. Oh, I always I was, love when bands do that. I was much too shy to go and talk to them, but it was still neat. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of a big show to do that at. Usually, I've seen that at like smaller shows. Oh, yeah, that's cool. 
Well, well, it was a it was a small venue. Oh, that's right. Bill, Bill and Sebastian played a smaller venue for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody, listen. It's good. X Hex Cosmic Cave. taking a break we'll talk to each other so that really defeats ah, the purpose we're, we're so stupid uh we'll be right back we had a comrade a brave comrade he could talk for whole days but then he tried to be a hero Try talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's great racing, steeple chasing, the Reformation, transubstantiation, Brian Stucker's creation, the land of the Thracians, and right back to the stars. It's gonna take some. All right, here is your second half of the first half of 2019 Best Songs. And uh, my pick is Janine's. Uh, the song is called Either Way. More indie pop uh, women group. They're out of Brooklyn. Don't know much else about them. Uh, but this has a 60s feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely very, very 60s but- pop. This is another one I probably would, almost certainly would have chosen because it's just so it's really pretty. Yeah, it's and it's like you could almost call it cute, except it's not like cloying or anything. It's yeah, no, I really like it. It's it's uh it's nice. <laughs> Here is uh, Janine's either way. Next, the other wait. There's another yeah. thing about that song I like. I, the lead singer's voice is very. It's not. I don't know. There's like there's a sound in the '90s 
that was popular that her voice kind of has that like I don't know exactly I can't place I know what it. you're talking about yeah and I, it, it makes it pleasant um okay your pick which I knew you would pick yep Courtney Barnett anytime she has a song I'm going to choose it because it's going to be really good and awesome this is Everybody Here Hates You by Courtney Barnett uh yep. go ahead no yeah I was going to say it's she's uh she's getting it's another one where she like kind of incorporates like classic rock elements but it's also it sounds new like it doesn't it's not dumb right and she has a real knack for lyrics that are yeah super dark but also bright i don't know if that makes sense yeah she's really good lyricist um yeah pulsing baseline i wrote down um yeah Courtney and this is and this is uh I don't know if it's because she did that album with Kurt Vile or just that was where her music was taking her, but it's slowed down c- compared to her early stuff. And I think it's, it's, it's a nice sound. Yeah. It's yeah. Not as a uh, frenetic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's listen. Here's everybody here. Hate you by Courtney Barnett. Taco Cat with Little Friend. I'm always happy when you have Taco Cat on a choice because this is one of the very few bands I introduced you to. I know. And I love Taco Cat. And I'm disappointed in myself for not going to see them live. They're, they played at this little, a place I'd never been to when they played, but now I've been, I went there last week to see Frankie Cosmos and I realized it would have been insane and a lot of fun. So I wish I'd gone, but I missed them when they came around, but I'll see them next time. But they're a great band out of Seattle, right? Yeah, out of Seattle. How, how was Frankie Cosmos? Oh, it was really fun. It was really weird. It was originally going to be at this venue that got closed down because of licensing or something, and they had to get moved. And I think a combination of being an underage show and the fact that they had another act that that night made it so they had to get moved to the afternoon. So I had to see them during <laughs> at two o'clock, which was really so weird. But fucking weird. It was still a fun show. They had two openers. I missed the first opener. The second opener was pretty good, and I was like, "This is." good and all i don't know maybe i don't like live music and then frankie cosmos came out and i was like oh yeah that's the difference there's just a i don't know if it's a there's just something about them that was far superior to, maybe it's not just her voice but their hooks or something there's something about their music yeah, that's I, really enjoyable i i mean i've noticed it millions of times there's a reason headliners are headliners usually yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah uh, and this this sorry back to the taco cat song uh yeah this is another i mean it's it's another, it's very taco cat. Like if you know mm-hmm. 
it's got like that kind of 60s and 80s mix um, of a feel to it. And it's just poppy and catchy. Here you go. And it has the mixture of her like kind of light, pretty voice with the jarring guitars. And then it turns that off. It's just, it yeah. goes all over the place like their songs do. And it's good. Yeah. Here's Taco Cat with Little Friend. I saw, I saw a woman in the park the other day had a Taco Cat shirt on. I was like, she's great. Oh, it's my choice. Uh, nice apple. Are yeah. you still there? Uh, I don't know. It's not much to say. It's just a really it's more, it's fun, more like... fun song. Blah 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 blah. Fast friend. It's friend. It has the frantic that Courtney Barnett no longer has, and it's really good. Yeah, more indie rock slash pop. Um, all I know about them is they're from Vancouver. So let's take a listen. Uh, nice Apple, are you still there? Are they a groover? Uh, they're, they're a mover and a groover. Mm, nice. And a Saturday brushnoover. my pick um stupid band name i was a king but a good song uh, hatchet and is it based on the young adult novel i can by gary Paulson. assume so though i know nothing about it um they're from norway can you believe it there's still people in norway um but it was this was their album was produced by uh, Norman Blake of Teenage Fan Club, and it sounds very Teenage Fan Club, like especially 90s Teenage Fan Club. So if you're a fan of that, it's just like it's power pop, basically, is what it is. Um, uh, and I don't have much else to say. No, it's, it's nice. It's pleasant. Tis good. 
take a listen. Hatchet from I Was a King. Stella Donnelly tricks. This yeah. this is a fun song with neat wordplay. Yeah, another Australian. We always have Australians on. Uh, usually they're from Melbourne, I feel like, but she's from Perth. Never heard of any musicians from Perth before. Now you have. And now I know better. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's another like indie pop again, but it's got a yeah. little bit of like jazzy and post-punk elements in there but don't let that i mean that can put people off but it's not off-putting it's really done well um it, it's very bare bones too the, the the music is is like doesn't overtake her her lyrics at all like you can hear everything yeah yeah nothing's ever done it's yeah it's a good song solid stella donnelly tricks here you go experience you know king khan he's been around forever variations of his name and band uh on all his shit but it's always him uh this is another uh thing that i'm always into which is like garage rock it's basically you know this could have been put out in the 60s that sounds more 70s to me that or was my, it when i hear been it in 70s yeah it sounds more like you know like uh like the big or the arena band kind of sound. Not, I'm not saying that in a negative way, just the way the guitar is. No, yeah, yeah. This, the sound is definitely bigger than the 60s garage bands, but I think that's where, I mean, that's where he comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, he's he's another 
one from Canada, Montreal, although he's been living in Berlin for a long ass time. Um, yeah, this, like this is not going to change your world, but uh, for fans of garage rock, I think, and like Ty Seagal and stuff, uh, you, sh you would dig this. Here is I Got Love by the King Con Experience. choice is weighest blood every day and if i didn't know any better i would have assumed my choice was amy mann with I, every day <laughs> she sounds almost exactly like amy mann yeah I, it's i wrote that really, as well <laughs> it's a great song uh she's from doylestown or she was raised in doylestown which is not far from philadelphia yeah, i saw that too which uh the rest of us have never heard of <laughs> probably thankfully but uh yeah well and she also like she's kind of like got a singer-songwriter thing going like Amy Mann, too. Like, she's... Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Amy Mann, so it's a compliment oh, yeah. to say that, yeah. as, as far as I can think. Um, and she's got some, like, a little more orchestral touches to her music. Yeah, it's just really good, and uh, this album is good. I was, I just was listening to the whole thing the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, i got to put another one of her songs on, because she's really strong. Yeah, uh... Every day, way is blood or way is blood. I don't know how you oh, say Oh, I think it. it's wise blood. Wise blood. It's based on a character from a Flannery O'Connor novel. <laughs> oh, Irish. no. It's based on the name of a Flannery O'Connor novel. I've never read it, so obviously I'm illiterate. Her first novel. I've never read any of her novels. Have you? Nope, I have not. I, I don't understand why the Irish would move to the South. It makes no sense to me. Uh, therefore, no thank you, Ms. O'Connor. But we do like wise blood. Here's every day. It's
Am I crazy, or was Flannery yes. O'Connor a man? No. Why You're thinking I... of someone else. Uh, yeah, I am thinking of someone. There's always someone with a... Yeah. Uh, all right. That's neither here nor there. Nor Are you anywhere. thinking of uh, Quincy O'Brien? No, I think it was Thomas Pynchon. My pick also woman. is, as far as we know, yeah, uh, the Divine Comedy, another perennial on this show. Mm-hmm. He does Ex- the theme song for this show. Yes. It was so nice of him to give us permission, mm-hmm. or you. I wasn't there at the time, but... I wasn't either, strangely. But, uh, yeah, The Life and Soul of the Party from the new album, Office Politics. Have you listened to the album? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I like it. Um, and this one is, you know, he's always got he's always got the clever lyrics. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one is like kind of a, a throwback disco, uh, electronic disco sound. Um, and it just works. He's always good. And when I say he, I mean Neil Hannon, who for all intents and purposes is the Divine Comedy. Um, yeah, let's take a listen. The Life and Soul of the Party. I am my own invention. I am a one-man show. The center of attention. Bathing in the glow. I'm making conversation. I'm talking really fast. I'm saying things that'll come back to bite me in the ass. I am the The last song. Good luck pronouncing this one. Nilufur Yanya. Yeah, Nilufur. Nilufur? Yeah, I don't know. She's from Chelsea. In Your Head is the name of the song. Uh, Chelsea, in case you don't know, is part of London. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought she was from a part of Chelsea Clinton's body and just sprang out. Yeah, she she is like... uh, she was like Aphrodite springing out of Zeus's uh, toe. Nostril. Ah, nostril's better. Um, yeah, sorry, what were you saying? I forget. But yeah. I like the song. It's, I don't know, it's not I, It's not something I have heard before. Obviously, I've never heard the song, but it does, doesn't really, I don't hear like 80 sound or 90 sound or 70 sounds just kind of sounds like its own thing it's, yeah it's hard to describe it's got a little bit of fuzzy guitar mm-hmm. um but very sparse and i know you know what i wrote down for it smoldering i don't know i, I, <laughs> I guess that works i it's very hard to describe her voice is strong throughout though and it, it kind of drives everything i don't think the first few times i heard that that i realized that it was a woman because she has kind of a uh huskier voice a little bit yeah yeah but it's it's yeah it's a it's a very good song you should listen yeah, to it it's almost yeah i know i like looking for stuff to say about it, i was like is it 
it's kind of like spy music, but not really. Yeah, not I don't, it's, really. I mean, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but it has too much. I know too much that, distortion going on to be spy music. That's it's, the thing. Yeah. Like you could say a bunch of stuff, but then you're like, oh, but not really. So yeah, and it's, the, and the drum, the drum kind of drives things too, and that doesn't fit with everything else because it has, yeah, yeah, it's unique. Yeah. Well, well, let's mm-hmm. just why don't you fucking listen to it instead of uh, pestering us with us questions? To, yeah, here is Nilufer Yanya in your head. You know, you can expect the uh, second half of the best songs of uh, 2019, probably. January 1st. 20, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it'll be right right on January 1st. Um, I was going to say 2022, but yeah, uh, it's fun. I'm glad we don't stress too much about trying to describe these anymore because, uh, you know what else I'm glad of? Here's a tradition I'm glad we missed this year is the new fall schedule because. Oh, we're not doing it? Dude, the show's already started, and I, I was know, like, "I know, I watched them all, planning on to do it, to do it." Oh God! Well, I can try to find them. That's fine. Oh my <laughs> They're God! They're all on I, Hulu. I imagine, but CBS, you gotta get like all access or some shit. Yeah. Well, or you can watch it with commercials on demand. No, I can't because I don't have cable. Uh, I thought you could watch on demand stuff without cable, like on CBS.com. Oh, maybe. Yeah, online. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, ugh. I mean. I can't imagine there's to. anything good. I there, there's nothing that great. The the new uh, Michael Schur show is just okay. It's okay um, so far. I've watched that. Um, the uh, but what I was going to talk about since we're not going to do it, I can say it now. There's no clear stinkers this year. It was just kind of mediocre or just pretty good across the board, which I think is kind that, of pleasant. That's rare. Yeah. Even the the like the terrible what's his name Chuck Torrey. Chuck Torrey. Chuck Lurie comedy, which is not a good show. It had some laughs, but I I did like certain aspects of it. It's not as horrific as his other shit. Right. It's a show about this big fat white guy who falls in love with a Nigerian. uh, Oh uh, oh yeah. It's that Mike and Molly dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, or as I know him, the round table pizza dude. Oh, is there commercials that he's in? Yeah. Back in the day. But anyway, it's not a great show, but it's, it's, it's kind of it has aspects of it I I think are nice like diversity like she's really from Nigeria which I think is nice and it reminds me of people the way they write, wrote that character reminds me of people I've known in real life so it's it has positive aspects unlike most Chuck Lorre shows yeah oh that's 
that's good that there's nothing like completely horrible because I think last year was pretty bad. It was. Yeah. I, nothing this year made me like weep for humanity. Oh, that's good. Um, all right. That Bradley Whitford show is not great though. No, I actually recorded it uh, and I didn't watch it, but then I caught part of the second episode and I was like, eh, yeah, this is. It. It looks like something some people might really like, but also looks like something I don't like that much, but also something that's going to get canceled. Yeah. So I'm not going to watch it. It, look, it reminded me kind of of uh, just a little bit I saw. I was like, oh, I bet like, fans of stuff like My Name is Earl would like this. But I like My Name is Earl, so... Oh, maybe not then. ask you to keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> that's my new favorite insult. Keep my name actually... out of your mouth? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, I do. What's it mean? keep my name out of your mouth i mean oh well, then i i just don't i'm not so good at english uh do you want to run run well, what the fuck have you just one brief conversation about the new ep, new episodes of the good place have you been happy um yeah i've been happy so far i don't think i could be unhappy with the good place i was a little bummed with the first episode not that it was bad just that they had so much to do and i don't think it was as good as other episodes are plot wise it wasn't yeah or but the humor second wise, episode, I guess, yeah. The second episode made up for it, and then when you look at it, they're they're basically it's 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 a two parter, so I think they knew that. Yeah, and I think even in the first episode, there was some good shit, like the the woman turning out to be a demon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just... When she she just started punching everybody, I thought it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and it was especially funny when it turned out to be the guy that doesn't wear a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's... Oh, by the way, uh, I know you you weren't caught up on it because you didn't have cable, but it's always Sunny's on Hulu now, so you can catch up if you like. Oh, I know. I know. I see it on Hulu. I, yeah, I should. Uh... I've been I've been catching up. I missed the 13th season. I watched the first couple episodes, and then somehow it kept getting taped over on my old cable system. So I've, I've been catching up on that, on that season. It's really funny. There's an episode midway through that's a clip show. And it's an actual clip show, and then it devolves into... Made-up clips? Yeah, but in a really It's Always Sunny great way. I was thinking about that show because the director of The Joker, which is Todd Phillips, yeah, came out. I don't know if you saw it. He came out and said people can't be funny anymore because they have to be so concerned about cancel culture. And um, It's Always Funny. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is on, like does all kinds of like stereotypically offensive things and nobody cares because they don't punch down. They know what they're doing and it's really funny. Well, exactly. So, I mean that, yeah, that's a real hot take there. Uh, Todd Phillips. You're so, I haven't heard you that before. You hadn't seen that him say that. No, I mean, I've seen 500 other people say, it, right, right. But Jesus Christ. Well, speaking of Todd Phillips, I heard the Joker really sucks, but I've heard both. So I, I don't know what to think. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe I. I don't subscribe to that. It's basically when people are complaining about that kind of shit. Like what I what they're really saying is, don't call me on being a dick. Right. Yeah, the, people call you on it now. That's the difference. It's not. But I mean, you can you can trade in like offensive humor without being offensive. I think without that's being a thing. dick. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the point that shows like it's always sunny. And I assume South Park still does. I haven't watched that in years, but nobody complains about that show because they they don't do it in a dickish way. Right. Exactly. Don't be hateful. I don't. Right. The the dude 
the Saturday Night Live guy who made like the racist shit. Yeah, it on wasn't the podcast. funny. It I, wasn't funny. I only read it, but like on paper, it's it. certainly not funny. Did, it wasn't any funnier. But did they end up hiring him, or did they not? Oh no, they 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 kicked him off. Oh okay. Yeah, good. I mean, and that brought up another tirade from that's that's what brought the second like people like Bill Burr, like comedians who who are like legitimately like. I don't know if Bill Burr is funny, but there's other comedians there. Cause I don't know. I, I'm not saying he isn't. I just don't know his, his comedy, but people were defending him. I'm just like, give it up. It's not true. The things you're saying, they're like, you have to take risks if you want to be funny. And that, that part might be true, but he wasn't taking risks. He was having a conversation and mocking people's accents. And right. it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, this was breakfast at Tiffany's. It wasn't yeah. any more than that. That shit wasn't then, even risky in the thirties. Like, no. And it was like, like I think maybe there can be a way to be funny in doing an accent, but they weren't being funny either. Yeah, no, it's it's so ridiculous. I know the only thing I the only thing I saw, um, the people I saw that came out in to his defense were, uh, uh, oh my god, David, well, David Spade and Rob David, Schneider, and I was yeah, like, yeah, David David Schneider's cousin came out, but yeah, but uh, I know, and I, I was like, oh well, you're doomed now if that's your defense team. I think Bill Maher probably came out too. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, doesn't he always? <laughs> um, all right. Is it time for uh, recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians? Sure. I'll go first. Well, you know what? I say we both recommend one thing that we both finally saw. Oh. Uh, so and then we'll do our something? other re- recommendations that we finally saw live. Wait. I, what? I don't. Hamilton. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. My name is Hamilton. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. What are you talking about? I thought you I thought you got tickets to go see it. Yeah, November 2nd. Ah, damn it. What? Damn, dude. Planning ahead. Okay, I thought you had already seen it. Well, damn. All right, we can't talk about that then. Well, I you're going to love it. Well, you've seen it twice, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that that reminds me. I'll do that today. I want to sign up for that lottery so I can see it twice. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I know. I can't believe we won the lottery. Um, is it is it um when you win the lottery, do you get to go for free or is it like 10 bucks? It's, te- it's 10 bucks here. Yeah, I, don't, so I, think I it mean, it might there. be different there, but. Now, is it the, the way they used to do it in New York, and maybe they changed this, is the day of. that You win and then the day of you go. It's, is it, it, it's next day. Okay, Here. next day is, yeah. I, I wish New York was next day because I would have done that, but at the time it was maybe they changed it because it's ridiculous. Because day of, I could, or maybe they do it on purpose because they just want people who are in the city to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was really good. And um, no, Was it better for 10 bucks? No offense. <laughs> well, you know what? It's better just seeing it the second time and catching more. Um, yeah, yeah. And obviously the original cast was great. This cast was fucking awesome. I mean, I think overall better singers and stuff in the version we saw than the the broadway version at least judging from the the soundtrack but uh wait wait there, there's nobody better than what's his name Diggs. uh david Diggs. yeah i yeah. can't that's the one thing i'm going to be disappointed about because i can't imagine being anyone seeing anyone as good as him but i'll keep my eye i, I know i mean well i love i love david Diggs and lynn manuel miranda but these people were really good i was, yeah. I was surprised yeah well and, i guess it shouldn't be surprising because this is like Getting into this show must be like even if, even if it's traveling or staying in San Francisco must be a dream. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fucking awesome. So okay, sorry. Then what is your actual recommendation? My actual Asian recommendation, recommendation is between two turn to between two ferns. The movie. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't 
know what to expect. I loved the like everything about the show. I loved it. Like everybody in it, the director, and the fact that I, every episode of Between Two Ferns I thought was funny. So I didn't know what to expect. Even though I loved everybody, it's just like how do they how do they stretch this out into a movie? And they did, and they did it really well, and it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. and the uh, I mean I think the funniest shit in it was the outtakes at the end too like that oh yeah. yeah oh my god when he asked uh matthew mcconaughey when you and woody harrelson are working together you ever worry that there's a sack not being hackied <laughs> just fucking i was laughing and, for minutes about, about and before that. before it came out the, the i'm sure you've, you've listened to there's an episode of comedy bang bang that has uh zach alfanakis and lauren lapkus and uh, yeah. the other two and and that one part they're they're just talking about how they have to edit the the interviews because there's so much laughing and i you can see that, especially with especially with McConaughey, because you can see, kind of see him almost breaking when he says that. Oh yeah, no, he totally does. Well, it was, that was good seeing the outtakes because I always wondered like how they did it. You know, when you when you watch it, obviously they have to edit it, but right, like right. it it comes across as like these people are just like they're hearing it for the first time and they're just like shut up, Zach. You know, whereas <laughs> when you see the outtakes, you're like, oh no, he hits them with this and they can't help themselves. <laughs> so yeah it's 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 worth watching it's a lot of fun yes i agree um i'm just gonna stick with the hamilton see it live if you can um amazing so so glad what I got made to you see go it. it's been there a long time what what um well first viv the first time we went viv found uh relatively cheap uh tickets for like 40 or 49 dollars or something oh, like wow. that okay um yeah so so we we're like okay yeah for that price let's do it and then mm-hmm. and then the next week she won the Hamilton lottery so um yeah that was great uh all right well let me let me try to do this it's been so long we probably neither one of us remember but write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com uh like us on facebook rate us highly on itunes and write a review if you're so inclined uh and most importantly Tell your friends to listen. We'll be back at some point. Oh, you know what? All right, here's my thought. It's difficult doing two things every week. All right, hear me out. I don't know if you'll go along with this. What about, you know it. You know how, have you heard Unspooled, that Paul Shear no. podcast? Okay, so he and this uh, movie critic, I can't remember her name right now, um, they, they have a podcast called Unspooled where they talk about the AFI 100 list, all the movies. They watch them in. Mm-hmm. I say we do the JFI. Now, this will actually be the J and PFI, but JFI rhymes with AFI. I'm not trying to be conceited. We each pick 50 American movies for our top 100, and we just watch one of those a week, and we talk about it. We rip off another podcast idea, as we've done before, and then we only have to watch one thing a week, but then we don't have a comparison. But on the other hand, it'll be easier and probably shorter episodes. What do you think? I guess. We don't to, <laughs> I don't know. It kind of breaks our our we could it breaks our rules. I know, but you know what? There are we no could rules start, we in could, this world anymore. We could start a uh, a new podcast called Respooled. Oh yeah, Respooled. <laughs> with the yeah. All right. Well, we'll think about it because it's very unless people want to start writing us with uh, ideas for podcasts, uh, which I'd be more than happy to take other people's ideas it's taxing coming up with this shit every week or you know every month as we're doing now um 
yeah, we'll we'll think about it and uh, we'll get back to you. Uh, no new taxes. Until then, the rent is too damn high. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.